Welcome everybody to this week's episode of The Message with yours truly, Angel. Now, today's discussion is going to be a controversial one, but this is something that definitely needs to be talked about. Now, I see many people out there confused with this idea that good people go to heaven. Now, wait a minute, Angel. Are you trying to tell me that good people don't go to heaven? Now, before I go on and answer this question, I'd like for you to first know that I am a Christian. And while I respect every religion in the world, I'm only going to refer here to what the Bible says. So if you don't even believe in it, that's fine. And I completely respect that. But I do encourage you guys to have an open mind to what I have to say in regards to this question. Now this episode, I'm really hoping to be a wake-up call to those people who believe in Jesus, but are a little bit confused to what that really means. And that there's actually a big difference in following Jesus as opposed to just believing Jesus exists. So let's cut to the chase, Angel. Do good people go to heaven or not? Well, the answer first lies in what you mean by that question. Do you mean that heaven has good people? Then yes, it does. But if you're referring to the idea that being good is what allows you to get into heaven, then the answer is no. And throughout this podcast, I'm going to explain why being good to make it to heaven is actually the wrong idea of looking at salvation And it's really a lot deeper than that. I first would love to know where this idea even started because nowhere in the Bible does it even mention that doing good gets you to heaven. And to disprove this notion, in the Bible, Titus 3.5, it says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. I had a discussion with somebody regarding my podcast and how my next episode was going to be about this very topic. And they began to mock God and how they felt they can get into heaven off their good works alone. I then began to tell them this following story. So I remember watching a video one time in which a pastor is retelling an incident on the radio station and a host who didn't believe in Jesus said something to him along the lines of, well, I'm a good person, so I'll make it to heaven anyway. I don't need to believe in Jesus. I'm a good person. I'll make it to heaven. So then the pastor then replied with an amazing metaphor to how it looks with someone who does not have a relationship with Jesus tries to go to heaven. The pastor asked him, think about knocking the door on your best friend's house and telling him that you're going to move in. That's your best friend and he knows you. So of course he's going to help you out and move you in, right? And that's how Jesus is with us. But the opposite occurs with someone who does not know Jesus. What if you knocked on a random person's door and told them, hey, I'm going to move in? Now, surely he'll say no, right? But why? Because he doesn't know you. And that's exactly the way it is with God. And it just irritates me so much when people have the audacity to think that doing good is enough to get them to heaven when they've never in their lives had a real relationship with Jesus. And believing God exists isn't enough either because guess what? The devil also believes God exists. The salvation lies in knowing who that God is and following him. Doing good doesn't earn you salvation because that notion alone makes you self-righteous. And God did not call the righteous, but instead he called the sinners. You see, when Jesus walked the earth, he was heavily criticized by a group of people called the Pharisees. And the Pharisees were overly religious people. They never missed church. 
always paid their tithes, and because of this, they saw themselves as good people. But here lies the problem, you guys. They prided themselves in how religious they were that they felt self-righteous. They were so religious and self-righteous that they were blinded to the fact that Jesus was in front of them, God in the flesh. They resented the fact that Jesus was even among sinners. I mean, these Pharisees felt they were better than anyone else who didn't go to church, and their prayers consisted of themselves thanking God that they didn't turn out like that bum on the street. Instead of praying for that man to find salvation and hope, or to even use them to help that man. And that's the big difference. I mean, there are so many hypocritical Christians out there that love to judge others, and I want to apologize on their behalf because it can turn anyone away from salvation. I mean, how many people turn away from the church because of these people? And as a Christian, I want the world to know that the way these Pharisees acted is not what God wants. They forgot that like everyone else, they sin as well, which in reality makes them worse than that bum on the street that knows deep down inside that he is a sinner in need of salvation. The Pharisees felt that they deserved to go to heaven, some nerve, right, on how good they thought they were. And pride in itself is a sin because it distances you from God because you feel that you don't need him. And yet the Pharisees could not recognize that. Now remember this. God humbles the man that is filled with pride, and yet will uplift the humbled man. In the Bible in Matthew 9:12, it says, On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Now, what Jesus meant by that is that he came to save those who recognized they were in need of saving, not the ones who already thought they were good enough. You see, I'm a Christian, and no matter how many times I may read scripture, confess my faith, or God willing achieve a lot of success in life, that will never mean I don't need Jesus. There will never come a time where I will feel like I don't need Jesus. Because in fact, the closer I get to him, the more I will need him because the enemy is like a lion circling around you waiting to strike. You see, the devil rarely attacks those living without Jesus because he feels they're done for, which first off isn't even true. But anyways, he instead goes after those who believe in God already. Now, I noticed that many people who feel that being good is what gets you into heaven like to use this notion as an excuse to continue the lives they were living. Now, let's not sugarcoat things, and let's talk facts here. Did God get a crown of thorns placed on his head, three nails to the body, and spend hours dying on a cross? just so you can live your life the same as the rest of the world? I want you to ask yourself, what separates you from someone who doesn't believe in God? So let's take a good look in the mirror and ask ourselves, is the life we're living one God wants us to live? Are our lives reflecting his love and grace? Are we representing him right? Is being in a club getting wasted something that would make another person go, gee, that person is definitely Christian. Now, I apologize for sounding a bit cruel here, but I just want this to be a wake-up call to those people that feel that believing in God and going on church on a Sunday is good enough to have salvation. It's not. Now, I remember one time I was getting off a bus after leaving my car at the mechanic, and a lady was asking for directions. So I kindly gave her directions. 
And I guess it was the tone I used or the way I presented myself, but she then began to ask me, you're a believer, aren't you? I smiled and said, yes, I am. This is what I'm talking about, you guys, because not once did I say that I believed in Christ or anything related to my faith for that matter, but it was the way I lived that did the talking for me. Believing in Jesus or going to church, folks, means absolutely nothing if we're on the weekends getting wasted drunk, doing drugs, and having sex with people we aren't even married with. But Angel, I'm not harming anybody. The problem is, is that you forgot that when Jesus died on the cross, he paid the price for you on there, and the body you have is not yours. You see, in the Bible, 1 Corinthians 6.20, it says, For you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So if you believe in God, again, I want you to ask yourself, am I glorifying God with the way I live? We have to understand something. Nobody in this world deserves to go to heaven. Sin Pain, agony does not exist in heaven. So how can a man be in heaven when he has sinned? I mean, God and sin cannot coexist. This is why when Jesus was on the cross, he asked, Father, why have you forsaken me? Because this is the first time in Jesus' life that he was separated from the Father. Because when he took in all of our sins on that cross, he was no longer sinless. He had sin for the first time on him. He is the reason we can make it to heaven. He is the reason God can wipe all of our sins away because Jesus was that sacrifice on the cross. You see, the punishment of sin is death. That's why the Old Testament is filled with sacrifices. None of us deserve salvation from God, but that's why he's so amazing because his grace and love is bigger than any sin you could ever commit. That's why we should follow Jesus. Not because we're scared of going to hell, but because we love him so much for the sacrifice he made for every single human being on earth. I know none of us are perfect, and trying to be more like God is definitely not a simple task. And Jesus knows that. There's a reason true Christians don't fit in with society because it represents the complete opposite of what we stand for. For example, in Romans 5, 1 to 5, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glorify in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character. And character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, if you hear this podcast and you realize that the life you've been living has not been one that has been pleasing in God's eyes and you wanna change that, then please, I'd like for you to pray this prayer along with me. Father, I know that I have broken your laws and my sins have separated me from you. I am truly sorry. 
and now I want to turn away from my past sinful life towards you. Please forgive me and help me avoid sinning again. I believe that your son, Jesus Christ, died for my sins, was resurrected from the dead, is alive, and here's my prayer. I invite Jesus to become the Lord of my life, to rule and reign in my heart from this day forward. Please send your Holy Spirit to help me obey you and to do your will for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now if you prayed along with me from the bottom of your heart, I want to be the first to say that I am so proud of you. You are now, from this day forward, a follower of Jesus Christ. Your life will never be the same. But it doesn't end here, folks. The next step now, invest in a good Bible, attend a local church, and begin to read the scripture and getting to know Jesus Christ, our God that loved us so much that he came down to earth to die for us when we didn't deserve it. Now this journey won't be easy. The devil hates what has just transpired and will try his very best to get you away from God. But know that from this day forward, I assure you, I promise you and I guarantee that your life is now in the hands of the Creator. Pray to God like you would if you were talking to a friend because that's what he is. He is that best friend who will always hear you when no one else will. Your life will not get any easier from here. But if there's any way I can help, pray for you regarding anything, please contact me and I will do just that. But I'm so happy for you because today you have made the biggest decision of your entire life. And God will take you places that you have never even imagined. I can't explain <laughs> how happy I am that if you did this from the bottom of your heart, your life will never be the same. God bless you, and until next time, this was The Message with Angel.